Hey, it's Skippy from Mornings with Lone Star. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. It is 904. Morning's Lone Star. YouTube list today. Aww. But we're still on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS, and of course our podcasts on iTunes and Google Play. So they didn't see me jamming to the Commodores there? Nope. I was getting my free nope. flag on. Sorry, folks. Oh, man. No, uh, no YouTube today, no video, but you got us on audio today. And we are happily sponsored by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and Centurion Wealth Advisors. Got some stuff happening today. We have some special guests coming in. Yes, Nine, full lineup today. Full And a full lineup of shows. Woohoo! At 9.30, tune Woo-hoo! in. We're going to have silver screen legend Lily Vanessi come in, a.k.a. local actress Lizzie Camp, who's uh, the lead role in Kiss Me Kate. And at 10.15, Tiffany Morascio with some special news and a special award to talk about. And lots of headlines. It was a wacky weekend. If you missed it, Dick and I were out on Friday at uh, Blackwood Gun Club with lots of shooting in the background for the uh, uh, Shoot Clay, Save Lives is a clay sporting event. Lots of shotguns uh, for a good, worthy cause, raising money for emergency chaplain group. And uh, there's always uh, a chance to give to them. Go to mchap.org. Emergency Chaplain Group is an organization that provides a free peer-to-peer counseling to first responders. Uh, and the counselors themselves our first responders, so they've been there. They, they know it. They wear the badge. So when they say, I, I know what you're feeling having seen all these horrible things, they know it. But that was Friday. Today is Monday. Dick, how was your weekend? It was good. It was, it was good? good? Yeah. Now, there was house hunting going on, I think, at some point. Yeah, we're, it's all, been all over the place. So we're still looking. We got plans today to do the same thing. And then, uh, yeah, I think I found my favorite place so far. You did, yeah. Because within within a, a short distance, there's the uh, Lone Star, Southern Star Brewery, mm-hmm. and then a Waffle House. <laughs> so it's like it's like the house is waiting like, for you. Yeah, dude. it's like the dream come true for me. Watch out! But that's how usually those haunted house movies begin. What the uh, Waffle yeah. House? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's, oh, we found the perfect house, honey. This is just right for us. And you move in, and that's when the walls start bleeding. That happened to you before? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Maybe you're still living it. I'm this is your li- nightmare. Hey, if you know, if you want, I can always rent you my house, real cheap. <laughs> I don't. Well, actually, my house is coming together really nicely. I'm very happy. I met with FEMA over the weekend. They pop like by. in person. Yeah, they send. No way. They send, yeah, they send uh, this team out every two weeks just to check up on me, see how I'm doing, see how the progress is. Ask me, is there anything else you need? Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, Skippy is team FEMA all the way. Uh, I know a lot of people are waiting on stuff for FEMA. FEMA's not there to be your flood insurance people. Uh, and I, I learned that the last time I flooded. Uh, but by golly, I think they do what they can uh, with what they have and pretty effective with it. So, yeah, hung out with them for a while. Shout out to Marcus and Sherelle. That's my FEMA team. Why didn't we get them on the air? 
Uh, you know, they are all over the place. I'll see if we I can, can call in. We got we had AAA calling in, I'm, man. I'm gonna have Marcus call in and just they can talk about what they've been through. That's a great idea, Dick. I was just yeah, so way to go, Dick. Yeah, way to go. Way to go. It is a beautiful Monday morning here, folks. Uh, we're gonna do a quick weather update with Montgomery County. 63 degrees outside, chance of rain is one percent. It's gonna be cloudy throughout the day. The high is gonna be 82 and the low of 64. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty dang good weather report. The only thing I'm seeing that might happen is Friday and Saturday, we're look, expecting a high chance of rain. But outside that, let's look at some traffic conditions. Oh, there are several accidents in the area, folks. Oh, uh, let me do the traffic sound effect. Me, 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 All right. Meow. Okay, that's horrible. I know traffic with Dick that's Schistler. Horrible. I-45 northbound. There's several slowdown places starting at the Hardy Toll Road northbound right before Rayford. Uh, there's several accidents being reported on I-45 before Woodlands Parkway. And then uh, another big accident heading eastbound on uh, FM... 1488 right before 45 that's eastbound there's an accident so it's like both ways it's just a mess right there i'm seeing uh there's another accident on this loop southwest side over there heading westbound southwest side over by the my favorite place the uh waffle house and uh, there's an accident right there so those are the three major areas being congested right now so please be careful if you're out and about driving uh so yeah no i you know it's funny I uh I get anxiety when I drive places I don't know. Or actually, I just don't like being in places I don't know. I get I get I get anxious about it. I, I wouldn't gotcha. say I wouldn't say it's like mind crippling, but it's more of like I just dread it. I'm like, do I really have to go? So Holly asked me to drop her off and pick her up from uh, Bush Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. I've been there one time, don't remember it. <laughs> so I was. Were you one of those drunk? Passengers? No, I told I told you about that one time I went there right. because the guns. <laughs> and they pulled guns on me because I was at the bus terminal, not the passenger drop-off terminal. And I was just like, well, I was trying to follow the signs. Sorry. Same thing happened when I went to go pick her up. Well, no guns, though, this time. Actually, it was a little weird because I was. I asked her. I was like, hey, I, I'm on their website. There's three options for me. I can go to a cell phone lot. I can park. Or I can just wait for you for a short time at the arrival area for whatever terminal you're arriving in. And she's like, well, you know, I'm playing lands at 7. So I called my dad, and I was like, what do you do when you do this? And he's like, well, usually when your mother calls me, that's when I leave. It usually takes her like 20, 30 minutes to get her luggage and do mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So I did that, and I made a mistake. Apparently, whatever flight Holly was on, it took five minutes because she calls me, and she she goes, why are you just now leaving? Did she not check a bag? And I have no idea. That's probably what it was. I have no idea. That makes and, all the difference in the um, world. Well, I did ask her they had to check the ashes of her grandmother, and there was an interesting altercation. Not altercation, but like they ba- basically the airplane goes, "We'll take care of it," because they don't want her to go through TSA with it. And I was like, "I wonder what happens when you try to take ashes through TSA." Well, they got to open up the lid. They got to run it through the scan. So yeah, I can see so that. So it's kind of funny. But anyway, I pull up and nobody's around. I'm at the arrival. I followed the things to the T nobody's around and I like their lights aren't really on and it's like right there at the cusp of uh like 8 p.m mm-hmm. and so it's like I call her I'm like I don't see you and I don't see anybody like I don't even see cars I go I know I'm in the right spot though because I follow the signs and no one police came after me so I like I feel like I'm in the safe spot well uh yeah I was in the right spot she was in the wrong spot 
Just a short story. <laughs> How dare her not uh, be the proper pickup spot? So, well, she said there were several others. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's only one pickup for this terminal, and it's right here where I am. So that was it was interesting because I couldn't believe no one was there. I was like, there's nobody arriving from inner like inner uh, I've domestic seen a couple flights. Of Stephen King movies. Start you know what I'm talking like about? That. Oh yeah. Because you think there'd be more people from domestic flights arriving because there's always the domestic terminal, terminal A, the biggest terminal I think they have. Or I might be wrong. I don't know. Uh, C could be bigger because that's the United Hub. But no, I, I, I get you. So this was yesterday? Yeah. Okay. You think people were arriving all day Sunday, right, to get home? You were just in that And I literally spot. saw one person. It was a guy in a, a highlighter jacket because he was, you know, probably working there. And I was like, this is really creepy. It really was. Like, I, I, <laughs> I get nervous around those areas because I don't know if you're in the right area. Like, and I was like, I don't like this. I don't like being the person who doesn't know what they're doing, especially when they're driving. You know, I'm talking about those people who drive 15 miles slower because they're trying to look where people are going, like where I'm supposed to go. I say, I don't want to be that person. And somehow we all become that person. We sometimes. all become that person. Well, uh, I had my own traffic fun on Saturday. Uh, you know, earlier I just mentioned that I had to meet my FEMA team at my house. Well, that was smack dab during the Iron Man, and when we'd set up the appointment, we forgot. So on Fridays, I'm telling people, avoid the woodlands at all costs. Saturday morning, I had to go into the woodlands, you know, for my hotel. And, oh, my Lord, it took me about an hour and 20 minutes to get five miles. It was insane because it was right around 9 o'clock, and that's when they started shifting the street closings because it starts off with a swim, and then it goes to the bike race. So I'm trying to beat the 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 barricades and bollards going up and having to circle around and go back i finally make it to my house uh and then i have to leave at that point and get back to get up to conroe and of course conroe had kids fest going on oh great have you encountered kids Fest? oh yeah before? i've been here several times for right. it and so it's... you can imagine i had to park like well the one thing i love about downtown conroe is when there's a major event Parking becomes the Wild West. Oh, yeah. And yes. people just make it up and they go. And I, it's it's hilarious to me of people who are willing to forego rules and order. And it's like, you know what? I'm tired of these kids screaming. I'm parking on this curb. Especially with the Pacific Yard House opening. Like, I can't imagine parking over there just because they're trying to be a business and all this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, man, there's so many people here. Like, no, that's for Kids Fest. Like, there's parking in your park. <laughs> so, and then, uh, you know, you know that, that does make sense why that cool courthouse parking has a gate. I thought that was just closed, but no, you, I guess if you're a judge, you got a clicker because someone cool. opened it this morning. I was like, oh, those punks, they got like primo parking here in downtown Conroe for any event. But yeah, so you encountered that. Did you enjoy it? Oh, well, I had to lug a whole bunch of stuff for the theater. So I'm parking on the far side of the railroad tracks down Main Street kind of near the uh, 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 one of the stores, like the auto repair stores or something, making sure there weren't any tow-away signs, then grabbing stuff to schlep out. And then, so I decided, well, I'll just take the shortcut to go to the back door of the theater. I have a key. Well, they had gated off everything. Oh, no, it's weird. It was and so it's, it's gated And it's different off. every year, what they decided to okay. gate off. It's really weird. It's like It's almost like they'd fire the guy after how bad it was. And then the new guy's like, well, I have nowhere to take off point from, take a point from. And it's like, I'm just going to make it up. Well, it um, here's the thing. Uh, parents bring your kids to next year. Know that your kids are safe because no one was getting in I told you they, Yeah, they're, I told you they do lockdown. If they're missing a kid, they go lockdown. Yeah. 
And I wonder how many kids uh, were reported missing, though. They usually have, I mean, like, at least one. Oh, there's going to be the parents, Bobby, Bobby, where's Bobby? And they find him three minutes later. But I'm telling you, that three minutes as a parent is the longest, most traumatic three minutes of your life until, you, you know, you see your kid again. Uh, so I, I feel for that. You but know, my mom experienced that with me. Really? Yeah, we were uh, at, in San Antonio. What's that like? The, the Riverwalk? Fiesta, Texas. Okay, yeah. Uh, when I was younger, apparently when we're waiting in line at the, uh, water park version of it, I just ran in. Like, I was so excited. Like, I didn't care for lines, so I just, like, ran in, and somehow I got through. <laughs> and apparently they lost me. Look at the cute little brat cut they, in front they, of me. They, they lost me. And so my mom was freaking out, and she, like, went up to the, like, she tried to get in. They wouldn't let her in. And it's like, hey, my kid just ran in, and he's somewhere in the midst of all those people. And then they found me apparently uh, under one of the the shower things, and I was just sitting there, just like <laughs> just doing what, what kids do. That's great. Yeah, when uh when my daughter was was young, the, we'd go to the Woodlands Mall a lot with a play area, and just every time it's a parenting thing for the most part uh, for a lot of people. What I'd be looking like a hawk, and then if I turn away and didn't see her, you just see all those yeah. movies where the bad guy knows the two seconds someone looks away to grab him. So. Uh, can't wait till you're at that point. No. Taking, taking no. a little dick out. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. We're going to take us a quick break to say thank you to our sponsors. Today's show sponsors are Centurion Wealth Advisors, Conroe Coffee, and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. What else? You ready for the next segment? I'm ready for the next segment. Got so some good stuff going on. Got some on. local stuff going on. Yes, we do. You got Kiss Me Kate open. We're going to be giving away tickets. Yoo-hoo! All that kind of stuff. So it's a good morning here on Monday, 916. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. Centurion Wealth Advisors is a veteran-owned business that focuses on building and preserving our clients' wealth while guiding them to achieve their financial goals. This is where your concerns get addressed and help you start to breathe easier. Discover us in downtown Conroe, Texas. Visit our website at centurionwa.net or reach us by phone at 936-756-1974. Centurion Wealth Advisors. Now let's get your financial house in order. I'm not happy when I try to fake it. No. That's why I'm easy. I'm easy like Sunday morning. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star 920. We got special guests coming in at 930 to talk about Kiss Me Kate, which will be premiering this Friday at the Owen Theater. Tickets are available at owentheater.com. And uh, Kiss Me Kate, I have zero idea about what Kiss Me Kate is. I hope there's kissing in it. And then... <laughs> and there's uh, someone named Kate. But yeah. So hopefully that ha- that happens. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're excited about having who are we having it? Like the main star, Lizzie Camp, who plays Kate, uh, Kate, and also silver screen legend Lily Vanessi. So we're having two people. Yeah, it's a show within a show. So she plays an actress. So she plays one. She plays two people, but we're having one person in the studio. Correct. Man, you got to You really... well, she plays an actress playing an actress. Okay. Cool. She's, she's an actress playing an actress playing a role. There you go. It's very meta. Okay. And then we uh, ten fifteen. We have another guest coming in. 
Yeah. Just we're rocking so, and rolling. Got it, got it, got it. Well, anything you want to talk about since we're going to be booked up for the next hour after we get all these people in? Is there any, like, world news, local news you want to talk about? Yeah, we got some stuff going on now. I uh, So I did have about Bill Cosby being found guilty, but you reminded me we did talk about that on Friday. But apparently he's been spending time, quote, preparing himself for prison. Um, I don't know if, while his appeal's going, if they will allow him to be released on his own recognizance, especially since he had that meltdown and said, I have a plane and fill in the blanks after that, but there were sensor bleeps after that. So that didn't help his case much. So he may actually have to be in jail for the appeal. And of course, the appeal is going to take a, a while. Um, sad. I mean, he's blind though, his, right? Huh? He's blind. Is he? I remember hearing about that like a couple years ago. I mean, I'm failing eyesight. He's in his 80s, but I don't think he's like legally blind. Okay. Uh, Sorry. But if he Sorry is, I brought it up. I mean, just... Yeah. Jeez, man. But it, but if he is, uh, you know, that, that might help. But he may be in prison for a while and of his age and health, who knows? There's something that happened last week that I wanted to touch on. Finland is getting rid of, after this two-year program, a couple of years ago, Finland put together... A universal basic income where everybody got yeah, 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 yeah. 300 and something bucks uh, or 600 something bucks a month, like everybody of 18 and up. Well, after two years, they determined that uh, it wasn't working because they would have to tax people an additional 30% to maintain it. Now, here's the problem currently, Finlandians are paying 51.6% individual tax rate, personal tax rate, which means you literally, of the money you make, you literally give more to taxes than you keep for yourself. Finland's tax rate is uh, wavered between 49 and 62%. So in order for this universal, you get money just for being alive a thing, they would have had to tax people 81 to 82%. Meaning for every dollar you make, you'd have to give 80 cents of it back to the government. So for, for those who want to put out, well, why can't we be like Netherlands or Finland or England or something? Well, it's hard to compare, truly, because there are different laws, different setups. They don't have a standing army. We do. Uh, you know, in England, why, why can't we have uh, no guns in England? Well, there's a knife epidemic now. But it's not stopping Andrew Young. He's a presidential hopeful who wants to give everybody between the ages of 18 and 64... Well, uh all right. uh, a thousand bucks a month. So this concept, well, if you simplify it, which will, you know, never cause to find a solution for it. I mean, basically, in a sense, is everyone gets the same amount of money. So it's like it's welfare, but it's welfare in a sense of everyone gets the same amount of money. Even if you make a million, million dollars a year, you still get the $625 a month or whatever. Well, no, I believe it's more of a you were guaranteed a minimum yeah, if you can't make more than six hundred bucks a month, you will be given that money. Say it again. The, if, Say it again. If, if 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 I if I some for some reason don't make at least six hundred dollars a month or a thousand or whatever it is, the government will give it to me. Okay, but you're, everyone at least is making this much. Yeah, it's at a least. universal okay. minimum. So say you like you're income. like five dollars off. They actually give you five dollars. Uh, yes. Interesting. To okay. Make sure. Now, but here's the thing. Human nature, unfortunately, is, wait, I can either bust my butt for $500 a week or literally do, or, or bust my butt for $455 a week and they'll give me the other five. 
or I literally do nothing and get the full 500. Oh, well, what it, am I going to do? Is it really fair to say it failed? Because I would say <laughs> the, cha- the, the study of economic impacts with something like this isn't instant. But the economic forecast were for us to continue another year, we have to tax an additional 30%. Okay. Which would bring the tax rate up to over 80%. Okay. So are they continuing it? Or no, are they? It's, 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 it's dead. It's a dead program. They're, they're facing well, it. Well, I'm reading that it's going to continue till the end of 2018. Well, yeah, because of the guarantees on it, you know, the contracts and everything. You can't just suddenly kill uh, a, a, a year long plan in place. Okay, because what I'm reading is they they chose two thousand people. Yeah, so it's, out of out of the you know two hundred thousand people, yeah, it's a pilot program. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see. You're talking about if they continue to give everybody, that's why they have to raise. Well, it. the They're, pilot program. The reason for a pilot program is you only have so long to do it before the rest of the country is say, "Why don't we get it? Why do these two thousand people get it? Why not the rest of us?" That's why a pilot program is only supposed to last a year or two, no more than three or four years. For that very purpose. And then you take the data from that and expand it out to, okay, we have 2,000, but let's say we have 2 million residents. We have to jack that up, you know, 10,000 times. And that's when you run the numbers and say there's literally no way this is viable. Well, that's, why, that's one thing I never really uh, – I never fully understood why people don't do the approach of, like, how trusts and other nonprofits who are, like, endowments and things like that. They No one takes that approach, meaning – you have this large amount of cash on hand, invest it, and then from all the residuals and other ways that you make money off that money, you put that into people's hands. Well, uh, does that make sense? Yeah, like, it does. I mean, hypothetically, the city of Conroe, that's where the money is, right? Right now, all the tax money, it's not just sitting in a bank account called COC or something. It's <laughs> they are invest like there's some investments like for pensions and I put that money in Apple stock or I choose safer. Like, I'm not saying they do that exactly, but. Yeah, but there has to be checks and balances on that because think about, uh, let's say city pensions go, you, you know, you put it all in Apple and Facebook stock and then tomorrow Facebook dives. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's safer investments than that. I'm just right. saying that why don't people approach it that way? So say the state of Texas wants to do UBI or whatever, universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Why don't they try to do it that way? Because America already has Social Security. Okay, but that's for – see, in this, in this Finland experiment, is ages 25 to 58 unemployed people, 2,000 mm-hmm. of them, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you're looking at the unemployment rate instead of just like the general population. That's like the target for right. universal basic income to help those folks prop them up, right? Correct. Now, understanding that in America, 51% of the population does not make enough money to pay taxes. Okay. So those who complain about tax breaks or whatever, it literally does not affect more than half of the country. And I'm talking the working population, and that 51%, we're not including kids. Everyone who's able to work, 51% don't pay taxes. Uh, so, well, it just seems like to me, like especially with Social Security, is Social Security also distributed in investments? Or is it just literally? No, it's not, and that's that's the that's the issue. Because, like, why would you not do that? Well, there's been talk for years about the privatization of Social Security for that very reason, because it's been dipped into time and time again. We need money to build this road, uh, this healthcare system, whatever. And somewhere can, along the line, Social Security became what's called an entitlement. Could you could you just use Social Security as an investment in the sense of like local roads and all that kind of stuff, like you know bonds for schools? But like, if something doesn't work. 
and say the stock market fails, then it's all gone, which is why there is that's the pushback against well, you, privatization. You, know, you spread your, your eggs in different baskets. Here. True. Well, what they need to do is stop because Social Security is something that you pay into and it takes your top 10 years of wages and say, okay, you, this is what you're going to get back a month. So <clears throat> that's why when you get a pension, like teachers, they don't collect Social Security. They get a pension instead of Social yeah. Security. So they don't pay into it either. So, but there's only so much money to go into it. I think it should be privatized uh, in some way, shape, or form to get more money because the government, both sides of the aisle, have been dipping in over well, and especially over. especially in, in, in a world, in a world, in a, in a world foreign way, like the foreign politics, all that kind of stuff. It makes sense because there's a chance our economy could be doing better and it'd be more of an incentive to do better as a country because so many people are are planning on the future of the country doing well. But uh, it's 9.30. We're going to take a break. We got a guest coming up. Woo-hoo. Kiss me, Kate. We'll be right back. More Strong. Easy Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back, Dick and Skippy, to the mellow sounds of the Commodores. 9.33 in the morning on a bright, sunshiny day. 66 degrees outside. The official Lone Star Radio weather tree says that winds are coming from out of the south at about three miles an hour. Okay, that's it for the uh, very white voice. Dick and Skippy here in the studio. It is 9.34 already. We have special guests already piling in through our doors. This is awesome. Across me, I look up at who do I find but Lizzie Camp, who plays the titular Kate on Kiss Me Kate. Morning, Lizzie. Good morning. How's it going? It's going. I'm losing my voice. Yeah, I can tell. It. You know, most directors would have you on vocal rest right about now. Just but you saying. just insisted that she came in. I did. I was so. very forceful about it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, you know, for, for complete disclosure, I am the director for Kiss Me Kate, but it's not really a secret because we've been talking about it a lot. And Lizzie is a definite find. She's the female lead, so she gets to play two characters. She plays 40s silver screen movie star Lily Vanessi, Mm -hmm. who has taken on a role in a musical production of Taming of the Shrew. So Mm -hmm. you get to play two different roles. Mm -hmm. Have you been able to do that before? Um, Let me think about that. I I didn't take long to think about it, but I don't think so. No, okay. I've never done like an alpha and a beta character in one show. So what does it feel like to have two different characters where there are similarities between Lily and Kate? They're both kind of very, very in-your-face women, headstrong. and But they have to be separate. Mm-hmm. So did that add something to the rehearsal mix? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Kate is a lot more, a lot more headstrong and quite frankly, bitchy than... Um, you can say it. It's than, okay. <laughs> ...than Lily is, for mm-hmm. sure. Now, this is one of those musicals that you, you have to, they're singing, you got to waltz, 
uh, learned Shakespeare. Uh, so have, has it ever been this intense before in like learning so many things at the same time? Um, yeah, not necessarily like different things, but the amount of material I have had at this intense before. Cool. Well, you've risen to the challenge nicely. Well, so you. you go up against uh, uh, your male lead <laughs> is Dave Kerr, who plays Fred, who plays the a producer director who's hired you his ex-wife so i hope you're keeping a score at home people about what's what so what's it like working with him and, and the cast dave is awesome and i told um the courier this but i think he is just the perfect fred i think he's a great petruchio i think he's really risen to the occasion and i think he plays the role really nicely and he's a lot of fun to work with he's very nice super chill i've enjoyed working with him a lot well, good. Yeah, I, uh, I pour a lot of whiskey into his water to kind of chill him out on that. But don't let him know that because it'll be it'll be bad. Your secret's safe with me. There we go. I Should feel be... like that'd be pretty obvious for well, putting whiskey in my water. Yeah, I know. I you know. Been complaining I, these last. I would few know months. if you put water in my whiskey. This is true. Who uh, <laughs> so. put this water in my whiskey here? So, um, ah, I. Uh, Dick, you ask her the next question. I'm just trying to find my notes. So do you hate anybody in this production? Because every time I talk to actors and stuff, it's like, oh, they're great. Oh, they're so great. No, let's be real. You've been hanging out with these people for like four weeks straight, eight hours a day or whatever it is. And like you, you're going to have to hate somebody eventually. I mean, so, I mean like you got you get a boiling point, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't hate anyone. Are you just anyone. like a psychopath and you have like zero feelings? It's like. I wouldn't really say either of those, to be honest. <laughs> Um, no, I really Dixie don't. Creature of extremes, I feel, so don't worry about I feel that. nothing. <laughs> I feel nothing. Come see Kiss Me, Kate. And you so, might feel something. But the pressure's on this week because there are yeah. just a few more rehearsals before we open on, on Friday. Uh, well, isn't that the whole idea is you build up all this pressure and then when you hit opening night, that's like the, everything just starts releasing? It's the adrenaline. Oh, yes. yeah. And in fact, the, the opening number of the show is called Another Opening, Another Show. And it's about the whole the grief process of, of going through rehearsals. Uh, now, Lizzie, be, before Kiss Me, Kate, you were in Steel Magnolias, mm -hmm. and you played the daughter. Mm -hmm. uh, what was that? Because that was a, if you didn't see that show, it was amazing. Is uh, that the one who dies? Yeah, she's yeah. the one who dies. No orange juice? Is that what, I remember that. Like, I was young. I was like, what's the orange juice? Why is that not, well, how does that resurrect somebody? <laughs> I was so confused. I didn't know what the diabetes was. The orange juice was. helps get her, like, blood count. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. didn't know I, I didn't know how, like, serious orange juice is. And even mm -hmm. in the hospitals, that's what, like, the primary thing they use if they don't have medicine, like the proper medicine, yeah, like they have, they actually yeah. have orange juice in the fridge that no one can touch. I thought you said orange shoes for a minute. I, w I was like, what are you talking about? You didn't know orange shoes can save a life? Up. That's yeah, Tom's did. new slogan. Right? No, my third wife was hypoglycemic and so still is as far as I can tell. And uh, so I'd always have to like test her, some <laughs> of her stuff for her. You'd be amazed when you order like a Diet Coke and they would give you a Coke at the restaurant. So I always have to take that sip because I hate the taste of Diet Coke. Mm. But how, uh, you can so, smell it though. Like, you can that, smell the difference. You should maybe drink it, which is why we're talking ex-wife here, because I'm like, honey, I can tell this is this is diet. No, like, are you the king's cup bearer? Yeah, that was me. I was the guy that when, you know, you pass the poison chalice to, I get to take the first drink. So compare uh, Steel Magnolias, which is... Uh, is that a musical, too? No, no it's a non-musical. It it's, just, it's just chicks. No, it shouldn't it's be. It's just chicks. Because wasn't Dolly Parton in the talking. movie? Yes, she was. Yeah, so why would it not be a musical? Because it's not the kind of show that needs to be a musical. It's... Just well, no. I feel like they're in that movie. Whoever's the director, like, didn't use all their talent because you got Kelly Parton <laughs> on the set. So it's like, we need to get her to sing something. <clears throat> like, maybe the outro and, like, have her sing the closing credits song. Okay, maybe she could ha have her husband sit on the porch, play the guitar, and she could sing 
that's a song. And Maybe. it's really random. That would have been from the director's cut. Mm-hmm. So you have a drama with some some comedy in it, mm-hmm. but non-musical, uh, prim- predominantly female cast. And then your next role, you're going around to full musical, a lot of guys, uh, and, uh, well, it's a misogynistic play and plot. So talk about the differences on that. Man, a lot of differences. I mean, you pretty much just hit the nail on the head, but the dialect is something that's different. We use dialect in Still Magnolias, which wasn't really hard for me because I already have some natural. But transitioning out of that into um, Kiss Me Kate wasn't really a challenge because I got some time off, but it was definitely like it's time to step into another character's shoes. So let's get our focus hats on. Um, definitely the all-female cast versus a mostly male cast in Kiss Me Kate was different and a bigger cast too because I love working with smaller casts. But I mean, I also enjoy working with larger casts, don't get me wrong. But that was definitely something to adjust to because it was it felt a little less chill than Still Magnolia's just because it was really tight-knit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the material is definitely a different type of delivery, different type of energy than in Kiss Me Kate than it wasn't still my noise so definitely some differences there cool and now, different characters too oh my gosh yeah and a little smellier on this one because there's all this dancing and a lot of guys but we'll <laughs> move past that one the breeze guys for breeze just saying <laughs> would it be like axe no oh, because, no. no axe just adds to it but that's the french way to do stuff that's so natural so for breeze is the right way to do actually, it breeze kills the germ yeah actually it's vodka and water <laughs> in a spray bottle that's the really same. yes it is like, i figured it'd be like white vinegar or something like that um, well, the white vinegar can stain, I think, too. So that's why you go with vodka. Yeah, yeah there's no, so many cool. Plus, you, you you can't you can't <clears throat> drink vinegar out of the bottle when no one's looking. Just saying. But okay, so it's going to get real here for a second. Here, the next question I have is: so a lot of people don't do the Taming of the Shrew because this is basically a musical version of Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew, because the whole purpose is uh, a guy marries a woman for her money and then sets about taming her because she's a wild independent th- thinker and in the end apparently succeeds so a lot of why people why would he care because he's come to live it wealthily and patchy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's marrying her for money right uh-huh yeah let her do whatever she wants who cares well that's the thing but at the end apparently she does <clears throat> she she caters to him and of course then we also have this play is set in the 1940s where you know even more sexism e- even more sexist so this is pre-civil rights so as an actress, how do you kind of reconcile the characters because you're playing two um, and to maybe turn around to a positive message? I definitely honestly, enjoy, like, I don't want to say I enjoy the sexism, but I like bringing it back to life from how it used to be so people can actually have a visual representation of how bad it actually used to be. And quite frankly, how much Was easier it? we have it today. Is it? <laughs> Is it? Do we really know? I, would, I, was I would venture to say so. <laughs> I've walked through the centuries, and I can tell you, yeah, it smells <laughs> a lot better now, too. But, but yeah, so, because uh, as a director, that's why I love Is that it because myself. Febreze was invented? If, yes, <laughs> I invented it early for that very purpose. You, you're still stuck on that vodka water trick? <laughs> you betcha. I've been doing it every day. It's in my car. <laughs> <laughs> they don't be, pay me in money. They just give me the spray bottles oh, with man. vodka in it. That'd be great. It's kind of like that. Uh, Greek wedding movie where he uses Windex on everything, and then oh, you'll yeah, just use vodka Greek water wedding. on everything. Right. So, but we have speaking of that, we have like a, a couple of Italian weddings in the show, don't we? And we have a great grape <clears throat> stomping scene, um, you know, with women stomping grapes and looking all sexy doing that. So you should show up for that one, Dick. 
So you're telling me I should come see this show because of the humor <clears throat> and the history, right? Is but, that is that what I'm hearing? Well, she's saying you should come see it because she's in it. Well, that's fair. <laughs> but I know I'm just trying to because like I never heard of Kiss Me Kate, right? But so, when you say it's based off of Taming of the Shrew, which I have seen several times. I, I just kind of, now that's all I'm going to see. But it's see. a lot more than just Taming of the Shrew. Yeah, okay. a lot of people feel that that's what it is, just a musical mm -hmm. version. No. Oh, so it's really not based on, like, it wasn't the guy well, who wrote no, it. No, the, the, the premise is in the 1940s, this guy has decided to turn it into a musical. Okay. And he's hired his ex-wife to act in it with him. So it's opening night of this musical. So half the songs are part of the Taming of the Shrew musical, but the other half of the songs are backstage where they're singing love towards yes. each other and stuff. So why they get divorced? Why did they? Could have been his ego. It was okay. So we decided. We sat down. We analyzed she's the rich, heck out right? of the script. Yeah, she's a movie star. Yes, he's he was jealous. It. Came, I mean, there were several little things, but it boiled down to Fred Graham was jealous of Lily Essie's success. And those are the characters' names. Correct. Right? Yes. Right. Um, so Fred plays Petruchio and Lily, Lily plays Kate. Kate. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. He's jealous of her success, and back in the forties, fifties. That was very embarrassing for the wife to be more successful than the husband. So because of his ego, he decided to leave. And he left her. Well, he was just dumb for doing that. Right? Well, there's probably probably found someone better. Well, uh, did well did they? You need to come to the play to find out. Because I'll just say there's a love quadrangle going mm -hmm. on. Oh, wow. Not just a triangle. <laughs> no. A, a, yeah. a, a, so this movie from a the love rhomboid. 40 to the 60s, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or 70s. Is that more of the 70s? What would that be considered? What? You know, the free loving kind of stuff. Well, that was 60s. All right. Just wondering. This is, this is kind of exciting. Although H.G. Wells first postulated it in the Pall Mall Gazette in the 1880s, the concept of free love. Okay. But we'll move on from that. Oh, my God. I'm such a nerd. So let's tell people. Taming of the Shrew. How long's the play? Because <clears throat> uh, musicals are long, man. Yeah. Oh, yes. But that's the thing. You want to keep it engaging. So it may be more than two hours long, but you won't be looking at your watch because there's lots of singing, dancing. Funny and some kissing, even. There is oh, kissing there's around. no kissing. There's got to be a payoff. No. If, I, if I went to a, a show and it's called Kiss Me Kate and there's zero kissing in it, there'd better be a Kate. And there'd, and there'd better, better be, be some kissing. kissing. <laughs> That's right. It is opening this Friday, Kiss Me Kate, at the Owen Theater. Go to Owen Theater with an RE.com to get tickets or information. Later on, Dick and I are going to be giving away tickets to this show. And you want to come see it. A lot of great cast members putting a lot of hard work into it. And they still are. What makes you want to do a musical? Because every time I, I hang out with actors, like there's a whole nother ball game when it comes to musicals. Like it's longer, mm -hmm. it's harder to produce, and it clearly has more of a body strain on you because you like your voice and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. What makes you want to do that? Honestly, I think one sacrifice for the arts. Yeah. Definitely. Um it's so like every day you 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 pray to the arts gods and <laughs> You get you get into that. Well, this is the this is the theater version of the Iron Man. Okay. Now I'm no. This is no. It really is because it sounds no, like yeah. a lot of work. It is, but it's worth it, and it's extremely rewarding in the end. Because I will say, when I go see a musical, I'm more engaged. Mm -hmm, right. I, re I really am, and it's fun to see, especially here at the Owen, and also the Crichton. It's mm -hmm. fun. It's more fun to see those plays than say go to like Hobby Downtown or yeah. something like that because. To me, it's I see I see someone who I know, and I'm like, right. it's kind of like watching a sports team of someone you know playing that you're in the game. You're like, man, this is actually really cool. There he is, I know that guy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, so I it's agree. a lot of fun to see you guys perform, and it's not expensive to go. 
No, especially since we're are, giving away tickets. Yeah, so. we're going to be giving away tickets, but tickets only. Uh, seriously, you can come to the theater for uh, to watch live entertainment. Which, let's be honest, live theater is 3D and high def for the first few rolls. So just saying, yeah. um, you know, no screens in between. But for the same price of a movie, you can go get two, two and a half hours of entertainment, song, dance, live, live stuff. Uh, they say the sports is the only yeah. form of entertainment that's not repeated, but it's live theater. Now, I've got a question for you. Why do both of these theaters shows start like at 8 p.m.? Like it's that's, traditional. Really? Yeah, some theaters start at 7.30, some at 8.30. That's just late. You want I both? think it's so people can eat dinner. And yeah. fight traffic to get here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember a long time ago when I lived what in— What time did people eat dinner? Well, at my age, it's 4.30 at Luby's. Oh, I, heck no. <laughs> I'm probably like, I'm probably cutting my food at like 6.15, 6.30. Right. So, you know, you get the, you get off work, get the family together, get dressed, fighting traffic. I remember a few years ago, I was in the band for uh, Little Shop of Horrors here at the Crichton. <clears throat> but I lived 50 miles away down in southwest Houston. And on a Friday night. Yeah, you guys do travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, That's and the sacrifice for the art. That is the sacrifice. I have Man. a cast of, what, 18 or 19 now and a crew of half a dozen that night after night, giving their talent, their resources, their their time, their energy. I mean, we leave a rehearsal 10, 11 at night beyond. We're dragging butt till the next morning and knowing <clears> we have <throat> to do it again. But I think, as as Lizzie said, it's the, the payoff of it. As a director, I love creating a universe that I'll have an idea for something, a vision, and to see it brought to life by depending on these other people to see it through, surrounding <laughs> myself with them and then letting them take and run with it. And by golly, they do a good job, hey, even when they're hacking up a long You just got to pretend not to do that in front of the director. I'm just letting you know. No. He'll give you his water vodka treatment. <laughs> yeah. So we oh, only know. You think I'm doing the show sober? This you will help out your, your mind. This will help your throat. This will help the cough. Yeah, well, no, there are, there are special remedies like that, too. So, But no, no, we are very mature at our production. So, okay, I got a question for you. Go for it. So uh, when you're doing all this rehearsal, do you dream of rehearsals? I have before, but not that I can actually, like, remember. I've definitely dreamed of performances and stuff that's gone wrong. Because, like, when you repeat things, I feel like you dream them more. Oh, yeah, I wake up night after night with either the songs in my head or just the nightmares of things falling apart. And that'd be great. Yeah. You gotta be, get you on my in stage, that dream, Dick. But like, you're not in that dream yet, Dick. But hope springs eternal. Have you ever done any theater at all? No. Well, I was a, in high school. I was a stage manager for or like one act play stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's because I needed a credit. Yeah. And I refuse to do anything. Well, fortunately, my stage manager is a little bit more dedicated than that. He's oh a, my god! You know, day, you know my favorite. ADA, actually, but. my favorite memory of doing that because mm-hmm. we were doing Hamlet, and I was uh, mm-hmm. we got one of these little radios. And somehow we got a band from Truckers on, and they started going on about trucking stuff. And the the, the teacher, director guy, was, like, yelling at me because he thought I was the one doing that. And I was like, <laughs> I will never forget I was seeing there, and I go— Oh, like a CB band? Yeah, like we were picking it up on the radio, and so all these people was like, Rich, you need to, tur- you need to get those guys off. I'm like, I, what? And then I got shouted, yelled at the end of the production. Like, somehow I lit them in. And I was like, and I remember looking at the teacher and I was like, I don't think you understand how radios work. <laughs> and he didn't like that. He did not like that one bit. Flash forward 20 years to where Dick is today. Right? Yeah. And Dick knows how radios work. So, but theater is really cool. I really, I do enjoy going to both these theaters and it's actually a really easy date, to be honest. Like you get entertained and especially when you get to see everyone outside. That's one thing I like what the Owen does. You get to meet all the actors and stuff outside. Mm-hmm. 
And then, uh, but and, yeah. And then you get to schlep over to Conroe Coffee afterwards because, you know, they stay open late on theater nights. So when you're done watching Kiss Me Kate, come on over to Conroe Coffee, one of our awesome sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming in, talking about Thank it. Thank you all for Lizzie, having me. You've been talking it. to Lizzie Camp here, who plays Lily Vanessi and Catherine the Cursed uh, from Kiss Me Kate, happening starting this Friday at the Owen Theater. Go come to Owen. Us. Yeah, come see us, please. Uh, OwenTheater.com for she sacrificed people. She sacrificed for well, she didn't sacrifice people, but she <laughs> sacrificed comma people. I don't know. Come I've on, heard rumors. People. I've heard rumors. But <laughs> for the, the meantime, art. Oh my God. In the meantime, Lizzie's hey. gonna go uh, gargle with some. Uh, Sean, what, what would you do for the art? What would you sacrifice? No, I've done it, my friend. Oh, I've done <laughs> it. you're already too far deep. I'm too far. I'm in. <laughs> I'm too far in. I can't get out. Yeah. I'm like that undercover officer who's just the, the the lines are blurred. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter said, who's gonna, that strange man hugging mommy? We're going to take a break. You're listening to Mornings Alone Star. Kiss Me Kate opens Friday, folks. You got three weekends? Four. Four. Four we- That's Four right, musicals. Weekend. See, again, mm-hmm. musicals are... People care more about musicals. We do. It's kind of it's kind of unfair. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you got OwenTheater.com. That's theater with R-E. Tickets are available online. You can actually choose your seats and all that cool stuff. And you got plenty of time. We're going to be giving away tickets, so make sure to follow us on social media with Mornings Lone Star. And we'll be announcing how to win those tickets sooner than later. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266. 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Nine fifty-five on a Monday morning. All right. Yeah. Dick so and Skippy. We did ask her what reason should I not go see this play? There is no reason. It's affordable. It's fun. It's worth your money. And uh, you is it worth my relationship? It. Sounds like that's what you basically just told me. There is no reason to not go. To not go. Yeah. So if I'm in a situation where like I have to be there for the birth of my child, or I have to go see Kiss Me Kate, I have to go see Kiss Me Kate. Well, you got four weekends to catch Kiss Me Kate. So if you're if you're in the birthing process for that whole four weeks, something's gone drastically you wrong. You're my nightlife. You married an elephant, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> That's Kiss Me Kate, folks. <laughs> OwenTheater.com. Four weekends to go see it. That's uh, They have showings on Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. Most Sundays. So. Most Sundays. Uh-huh. So... I'm looking forward to it. That's for sure. Good. Yeah, it'll be fun to do a whole other universe out there. So you get uh, subjected to two different time periods, the 1940s and the 1590s, because it's two shows in one. So That's one thing I do like about some musicals that are busy, because mm-hmm. uh, especially with, uh, like, uh, I'm not a regular theater person in the sense of I don't know every single play. I haven't seen every single play twice 
So I, you know, when I go see Kiss Me Kate, it's like a whole new thing. And that's the one thing I've realized is like when I went to go see Camelot, I for the first time, I was like, is this this play was made in the seventies? <laughs> or this this, this, this production, I was like, uh -huh. you can just smell it. And this whole thing, I was so confused. With Robert Goulet. I was so confused. For Lancelot. I really, I mean, like, am I wrong about that? No, absolutely like, right. Yeah, I mean, like, it was... Some musicals have that. Uh, with Kiss Me, Kate, there's no more than, I think, probably seven or eight minutes between before there's another song. There's just song after song after song. There are some musicals, uh, like 1776, which is a musical about the signing of the Declaration of Independence, which has a lot of songs, but then the last 45 minutes of it, no songs for a full 45 minutes of where there's no singing and it gets really serious. Um, then there's one song to kind of get it going again, but yeah, this one definitely won't be bored on this one. And we got some, um, got some tricks up our sleeves on how to engage the audience. So you definitely want to be a part of that. That's one thing I do have to say. You do make a good production. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I try. Well, all I do is just surround myself with people smarter and more talented than I am. And then just take all the credit at the end of it. That's how I roll. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> well, we got another guest coming in around 9, uh, 10, 15. We got Tiffany mm -hmm. with a, uh, I believe, see, this is one thing I'm still trying to figure out. There's apparently there's an award thing going on in the Woodlands called the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society Man and Woman of the Year in the Woodlands. And I don't know, I'm kind of curious to see how many actual people are nominated because we've had several people in the studio because at first it's like, oh, congratulations. And then I was like, man, there's like 20 people. How do they win? Whoever raises the most money, I guess. Cage match? So we'll find out. Cage match would be really interesting. That's my thought. Actually, what they should have done last weekend, perfect opportunity. They already had the infrastructure. Just run the marathon. <laughs> the Ironmans, whoever gets the furthest wins. So Mrs. Skippy and I were late Saturday night um, out and about, stopped by uh, the Walgreens to, to pick up some stuff. And we were the only people in there besides the cashier who was not a participant in that day's Iron Man. Apparently, Walgreens is the place to go to pick up the bandages, the Bengay, the Tylenol, the whatever you need. There was a line of like 12 people that all, you know, not only did they have the Iron Man shirts on and stuff, but they had that Iron Man aroma of someone who was swam in a river, or biked. A hundred, what, a hundred miles? And did they swim in the lake? Yeah, uh, sorry, I said river, I'm at lake. No, I was like, I'm trying to figure out actually where they do it. Like, the, wasn't... The Ironman's pretty serious. Oh, it's hardcore. Uh, last year, uh, unfortunately, someone passed away uh, during it. Uh, this year, no. But these are hardcore people. I mean, I gotta, I gotta tip my hat. There's no way I could ever, ever try something like that. My last words would be, why is my left arm numb? And I'd probably be about 15 yards into the jog. But these people are, and afterwards, you know, like I said, they're walking around. They're they're trying to buy their ace bandages or something from Walgreens, and ready to. Because uh, our hotel the night before was booked. I mean, hundred percent occupancy. We couldn't find a parking spot, uh, and these are people gearing up for the occasion. <sighs> Special class of person to do that to 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 swim, to bike like a hundred miles, and then to run a marathon. Wow, I wonder if you have to do it in that order. Yes. Like, why would it matter? Because you actually have to close down roads and stuff, and you have to have personnel. So once the people are off the river, you only have so uh, so much amount of time to do it before it's like, okay, you don't But is it every competition like that? Every Ironman? Like, you got to do it in that order? Yeah. That sounds kind of silly. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how it is. 
but mainly it's for the because the participants. This is an all day. I understand thing. for organization reasons. I understand that. But, but yeah, because it all starts off. You got the. Uh, I don't know if it's a shotgun start or not, but you know, um, everyone diving in at the same time. Uh, and then you got to get to the bikes. And I'm telling you, I was on the road right, and they were changing it from the swimming to the biking. So all the roads are getting changed right in front of my eyes, and that was just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next year, Easy I swear curse. there is nothing I'm gonna I, I'm gonna just stay at home. When binge watch something during the Iron Man next year, but kudos to the people that did it. I know I'm making fun of them, but I'm telling you, they, they, they brought it. I, I was impressed watching these people, and as I saw them passing me, I'd cheer them on, um, and think better you than me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we got, we do have the our, our, our guest coming in, Tiffany, and mm-hmm. uh, we got one of her nominated friends. We're going to be talking about that later. But I do want to talk about a little bit. There's two events going on in Conroe okay. locally here. Uh, don't forget, this is the first week of the first Thursday of May. So that means two things. We got Farmer's Market on Thursday, and then we also have the free Thursday concert series. So uh, on May 3rd, you can show up in downtown Conroe. They moved the Farmer's Market to Heritage Park. I think it's Heritage Place, isn't it? Heritage Plaza, isn't it? I mean, oh, like, no, that's pl- that's Founders Plaza, right? Okay, by so the it's Owen Heritage Theater. Park across I think it's Place. I don't oh, okay. think it's a park. It's the only, re- it's the only reason I know that, I think the reason I'm, I'm, I was right about that is the way the city can call a park in a place depends on if you can serve alcohol or not. Oh, okay. So... But uh, just to let you know, Farmer's Market is on Thursday, and it moved to Heritage Place. And uh, the concert for t- uh, this Thursday is going to be Folk Family Revival. I don't know if you know who they are, but they're a local Montgomery band. They are fantastic. I'm presuming and, they uh, play acid rock. Yeah, it's, I would actually call it that. Okay. And Because uh, that's a good way to describe it. They're really I mean, they're, they're good. Acid rock. I like it. And uh, Travis Linville will be opening up for them. So that's going to be a wonderful, wonderful show. I actually plan on attending that, just to let you know. Wonderful. And it's free. Well, we'll be in our final dress uh, in my favorite color, but we'll be in final dress rehearsal to Kiss Me Kate. So maybe before or afterhand, I'll, I'll, I'll pop by. And then uh, I believe, let me look this up real quick. So if you just, if you have anything else to throw I out. I will vamp. Because it is May 5th. It's Cinco de Mayo. And Saturday, I think, I think there's something going on in Conroe. Let me just look it up real quick. Like a, like one of those tequila or like, you know, celebrate taco or whatever. I think it's coming. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw something about the taco it. tequila festival. You know, it's one of those things. Yes, it is. It's the tacos. It's the something taco tequila festival. But, um, while Dick looks that up, uh, those of you who are expecting to see us on YouTube today, uh, we're having some technical issues. We're having to upgrade our software yeah. and hard drive. Yeah, so unfortunately, for a fun. little while, we're going to be audio only. But we intend to be full back on YouTube Live any day now because yes. we're having a lot of fun with that. It is a lot of fun. And uh, I was trying to do some more research about possible softwares, how to get to Facebook, all Channel 12 sudden link and all that kind of stuff so I, I take it as a blessing in disguise that we had to do this uh basically repair mm-hmm. and then hopefully we'll come out come back bigger and better uh okay yeah so i did find one of the events i one of our local friends here josh ward who is a uh country artist mm-hmm. he's doing a big cd release party over at our the montgomery county fairgrounds so I forgot I forgot about that. I uh and we're trying to promote this. It's twenty dollar presale tickets, twenty five the gate. It's uh 
Yeah, I mean, actually, I think you get one of the CDs. I don't want to promise that. I think you get a CD with purchase. But, uh, but yeah, there's some really great artists going to be there with Jake Ward. And that's Saturday, May 5th at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds. Just look it up on Facebook. We'll share it, all that kind of stuff. But uh, CD release party for me. He's actually a pretty big Texas artist. Absolutely. And he's local from here. I've actually heard of him. So for me to, to recognize a country star, you know they got to be big. Yeah. And that he's homegrown and local makes it even better. So uh, looking forward to that. Well, I won't be there myself. I shall be uh, otherwise engaged at the Owen Theater. But, yeah, come to the Owen on Friday and then go hit that concert, the CD release party, on Saturday and then recover on Sunday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Full weekend's going on. So, uh, you know, we talked about some local stuff. We want to go national for a minute. So uh, did you hear about the White House Correspondents' Dinner and the kerfluffle with that? Yes, I uh, did not listen to any of it, but I saw a lot of Twitter and, you know, headline clickbait, all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty sure nothing's going to happen. It was really stupid and we don't need to talk about it. I really, I mean, I feel like that I could say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Did you, did you watch it? I didn't watch all of it, but uh, I, I did follow it up. All right. Sorry to yeah, interrupt you. I no wonder, I, you seem to know a little bit more about it. What is its purpose? Who pays for it? And what is it to there to promote? Is it like, and from this is my perspective of reading about it, just for short, mm-hmm. is put on by the press. Mm-hmm. It's basically to pat themselves on the back mm-hmm. and to just have an example to get dressed up and hang out with peers and not pay for anything. Uh, it used to be the original purpose was to keep, uh, I guess the best way to uh, phrase it was to let the media and the politicians, particularly the president, have fun at each other's expense, but it not, you know, there be a limit to it. It's it's like, it's like the Friars Club roast. To actually become a roaster, especially for the Friars Club, you actually have to go through training and know what you do. Because there's a difference between roasting someone and just being mean. And there's, and if you don't know the difference, it comes off. And that's kind of, I think, what happened here. Uh, now, for years, Dick, I produced and directed the... Houston Gridiron Show, much like the correspondent, White House Correspondents Dinner, every major city has a gridiron show, which is where you get news personalities and politicians and local celebrities. And it's a big old song and dance routine. It's a fundraiser and raises a journal, uh, scholarships for journalism students. And same thing with the White House Correspondents Center. It's supposed to raise scholarship funds. So for years, I knew you had to walk this fine line that you had to make fun of everybody. You know, so for every Republican joke, there's a Democrat joke, you know, but also you make fun of what there really is or you you hold up the mirror to, under a garish light and where people would laugh and have fun with it. If it becomes uncomfortable to the point where even the president of the White House Correspondents Association, Margaret Taylor, said that the MC didn't complete the task. Uh, uh, of what the whole purpose of, of the correspondence dinner went the other way. So I know people are, you, you know, some people are going, well, the Republicans need to just chill out. I kind of agree on that. You, you know, you got to be able to dish it out and take it. But we can't be saying, oh, you guys are a bunch of snowflakes if we whine every time someone says bad stuff about us. I think that it was the wrong choice because it's yet another outlet of a, quote, comedian taking it upon themselves to not be funny, but to be brutal with, observational well again they're just patting themselves on the back 
Right. I, I mean, don't think the correspondence dinner should be. Did they canceled. air it? Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was it was live tweeted. I, I it was on C-SPAN. Why is it on C-SPAN? Because who pays for it? Uh, Isn't would, C-SPAN like the government channel, basically? Well, no. Well, not necessarily because you can actually have like author appearances at bookstores on C-SPAN. Okay. So it's primarily for government purposes when Congress is in session, you go to C-SPAN. But I believe the White House uh, uh, Correspondents Association pay, you know, pays for its nonprofit, so they raise funds to put it on. So it's it's not really an award ceremony. It's supposed to be part roast. Yeah, um, the only president to have not made it in the past was Ronald Reagan after he got shot and he phoned it in. Trump is like, why are we doing this? He's opting. Last year, same thing. He didn't send anybody. He's like, you guys have your fun at my expense. I don't want to take part of it. And that's kind of what was driving them crazy. It's like, well, he's too cowardly to show up. I don't think if you're picking a fight with someone and they say, I'm not even going to fight you. Is that cowardly? I, I don't get well, that. Well, I didn't know that was the premise of the, of the deal. Well, it, that's that what it's cost? become. It, it's like inviting any member of the current administration onto Jimmy Kimmel now. They're they're gonna get wailed on because it's not it's not funny anymore. Well, I mean, I, I just don't. I mean, it's one of those things that the inner circle probably enjoys, but it is. And those who wanted to find something funny in it will find something funny in it, and absolutely they should. Those who didn't won't, and absolutely they should. I'm more ambivalent in that I don't know who this person is, but I know what the Daily Show's become, and she's a writer for it, so I knew what to expect. Yet another, like I said, comedian. Well, just again, like, why would I want to watch it? Correct. As a just, just agreed. From that, my part perspective, I, I get it. If I was involved in that community, mm-hmm. it's something that they do every year, and it's kind of part of the community of journalists and all that kind of stuff. But outside that, like, like well, I don't care. What if they gave an award show, and no one got political? Well, I think that would they would lose their bite. I mean, that's why people pay attention to it, I imagine. Well, I think more and more people are refusing to pay attention now. Like, with this, no one would have heard of it before until she went this far. Yeah. But again, when you get hired to do a job and the president of the organization that hired you said you didn't do the job, maybe you should listen. It's interesting. Like, I just don't... I'm still trying to figure out why people keep telling me to care about things. I still haven't found the reason. If you care, you can get encouraged to change it. Well, uh, it's like, you know, spanking the kids. If I didn't love you, I, you know, I wouldn't do it. Okay. Don't love me so much. Okay. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. we got special guests coming in, hopefully soon. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. we got a full lineup. Visit IRLoneStar.com. We'll be right back. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. The show airs on the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Join hosts Courtney Galley and Brian Bondi as they chat about the Chamber's events and programs for the month and invite Chamber members into the studio to talk about their upcoming events and businesses. Learn about your Chamber with Chamber Chat every first Tuesday at 11 a.m. Hello, 
Welcome back. Quarter past nine on the dot. Dick and Skippy in the studio. I'm still Skippy. Looking to my left, I see Dick. Hey! Hello! Hey! It's 70 degrees outside. 1% chance of rain today. A2 is going to be the high. Low is going to be 63 tonight. It's going to be cloudy throughout the day. There you go. There's and, a weather report from Montgomery County. And, and the official uh, Lone Star weather tree outside says that the wind is kicking up here. Yeah. I, cool. I love feeling the wind ruffle through my hairs as I walk down the street. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. It is. Have you been doing that Um, have you, uh, on uh, Facebook lately? has been this uh, whole... Uh, your first headshot if you're an actor, you know, and all like an old picture. Yeah, I did see your picture. You, you look that? fantastic. I know. I was quite the buck. Yeah. Yeah. I'd already been uh, was working my third wife at that time. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I look good back then. We have special guests in the studio. Yeah, I know, but we're talking about me right now. Okay, let's talk about you and how no, this no, play you're you directing. No, you killed it. You killed the mood, so we're uh, going to go on to Tiffany Maraccio and Shanna Quinn, and they're here to talk about... The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, or did I get that backwards? Hold on. Yeah, it. Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Who I got okay. it. Man and Woman of the Year Award. So, All right. Now, we were just making fun of the White House Correspondence Center about a lot of self-congratulatory self stuff. Is that what this is, or what exactly is it? Okay, let me... Um, I'm jumping in. Okay. So um, Who's, who's talking? Yeah, yeah, who's talking right <laughs> now? So, this is Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. It's always me talking. Okay, so... What it is, is I nominated Shanna. That's why I'm jumping in right now, mm -hmm. so we can break down how this worked. Um, and then she uh, graciously said yes without... I don't think I had a choice. Did she, I was about didn't. to ask, did you, you have didn't. a choice? I'm sorry, voluntold. Yeah. And I'll let her take it from here, but I just wanted to kind of give you how it works. I roped her in. That's what I did. Do. All right, Shanna, what you got? So, um, so yeah, Tiffany, um, and Tiffany has a personal story um, connection to bloodborne cancers. And so, and she and I are friends for a few years now in the woodlands. Um, and so, and I have a um, social club in the city in, in Houston and we kind of at the core of it is philanthropy. Um, and so I think that she knew that I might be a good candidate for mm -hmm. this fundraiser um, because of my reach. Okay. I'm jumping in again because that's what I do. Okay. So um, <laughs> here's the deal. Here's Man Tiffany, and woman folks. of the year. Tiffany, Tiffany is on the air. It. She's I am on back the air. At it. I'm taking over. Okay, so um, here's how it works. This is the first time that uh, this is a Tiffany show, by the way, in case you were wondering. Where's Lone Star with Tiffany? <laughs> Guest starring. <laughs> you go, okay. girl. You're, okay, you, you, so here's take the deal. those reins. Written, directed, the, and starring. <laughs> this is the first time that we have Man and Woman of the Year in the Woodlands. Now, this has been going on in Houston. It's a well oiled machine there, and it's. Um, it's an honor to be nominated even, and obviously yes. more to win. And it, I'm throwing it out there. It's kind of a big deal. Okay. So I nominated her. And what that means is she's got to go fundraise and she can come up with any creative idea she wants. And I will let her go off on that in a minute before, after I'm finished talking. And the point is for the woman of the year, you have to fundraise the most money. Same with the man of the year. And so I want to win. I want her to win. So let's we want to raise a lot of money. We want to raise a lot of money, but I mean, we want to win, right? Of course. Well, I, I mean, the more I, gotta, the I have to ask this because with the state being involved with the station here, we've had several people who were nominated. So I want to understand yeah. how that all works because basically the these sickos at this organization put everyone against each other. They do. Is that what they do? There's a they do. going on. Um, so, so it does get competitive it, and hilarious because everyone goes up to the um, LLS. Heads and they say, um, 
why do I okay. need to win? Or No, they say, how much is my candidate, the other candidate making? And they're not allowed to tell. Oh, That's yeah, the, it's you a do blind competition. Until the very but it's end. all based off how much money you raise. Correct. Yes. But you don't know what the other people are doing. You don't know how much they're raising. It's like Celebrity Apprentice, it but is with a twist. Interesting. So this you is are raising week. money. That's yes. kind of ingenious on the... Huh? LS, is it LLS? Oh, yeah. LLS. LLS part. Well, this is a 10-week fundraising program. This is just is. not, okay, you have a weekend of They go into the have, core of what makes us human. They're like, we're going to use that. We're going to make the This, this is why we made it to the moon first. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, they picked the right girl. I'm competitive. Let's do this. <laughs> um, but here's what's going to happen. You, they fundraise until midnight of the gala. The gala is what ends it all. Mm-hmm. And so people are frantically making calls, trying to get money uh, up to the last possible second. Yeah, uh, you the don't know. after the gala or like the, the midnight night before? of the gala. So people are, during the gala, they announce still the trying to get money <laughs> up until they until announce Until the bitter it. end. Until the bitter end. Dick, and we need to put our phones on, on Unlisted or I think Tiffany's going to be calling us. I will. During the. You know, I will. Well, we can't support one candidate because there's too many. Um, but you we can have to support do it. The, we have to support the movement. I mean, I Here's won't you tell do. if you Don't, won't we tell. Won't tell. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Okay, Dang, so good. Um, your your donation could be anonymous. 100% okay, so anonymous. I'm gonna let Shanna have it back. I'm sorry, Skippy. I'm taking over. No, no worries, Shanna. Go forward. What, what did so? Um, so yeah. So basically, we've planned. You know, we're on week five, so we're midway through there, and we've planned a lot of events just to bring people out to help raise money um, for my campaign. Um, so I have a team of people. Um, it's not just me and Tiffany. Um, I've got 10 rock stars on my team. Um, they're in California, they're in Arizona. Oh, wow. So this is crossing state lines. It is, which is awesome because that like spreads our reach, right? Um, they know people that we don't know. One of my, one of my team members here is actually from Boston. So she's got people on the East coast. So they're kind of just rallying people from all over. And obviously with the internet, you can make a donation from anywhere, right? Um, so one thing that we've been really successful with is, or we've started like a $5 Friday. Everyone's got $5, right? Everybody's got $5. Come on. So, so donate $5 on a Friday. Right. And it's kind of, it's just kind of fun. It's catchy. We're like, what day is today? Oh, it's $5 Friday. Like skip your coffee today and donate $5 for LLS instead. And, um, and it's been fun because, you Why know. Why does everyone say skip the coffee? I mean, that's just... That's hardcore. That is harsh. Yeah. I mean, skip something, anything Maybe else. skip your second cup of coffee. What? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, just okay. Skip, just skip keep a, talking. Dig yourself your, out of this hole. Skip your Whataburger meal. That there day you go. Skip anything that's not coffee related. We'll be okay. fine. How about um, just skip your tithe at church and donate to this? How about that? <laughs> oh, I don't know about <laughs> skip harsh. tithing, but, you know. Okay. <laughs> it's a reshunting of the tithe. Everybody's got $5. That's what I'm saying. My divorce lawyer does. He's got all my $5. And if you got more than $5, you could do $5 Friday every week. And then you've given $50, you know, so it's yeah, just you don't fun. have to just do $5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can bring it. That's totally fine. So, um, so yeah, we've done events. that. We've done, um, I've got a lot of, you know, obviously as a, as a mom, we've connected with a lot of other moms. And so one thing that, um, that we're doing is lemonade stands for LLS. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've got, gosh, lots of mom friends that have, uh, sponsored a lemonade stand over the course of the campaign and um, these kids take over how much did they make last time it was incredible this weekend's lemonade stands raised almost a thousand dollars there were two of them. come on that's wow. amazing how long was it a day three hours three hours three hours these kids are kids are hustlers rocking. right like who can say no to a kid yeah. so um and i love getting the kids involved because honestly like 
I would say one thing that made this really easy for me to say yes to doing the campaign is, you know, I see my kids, they're healthy, they're athletic. Um, and I just am grateful every single day for that. Right. And so my gratitude and action is to raise money for something like this, because not everybody gets to see their kids healthy and, and have that every day. Right. Right. So if people want to donate or anything like that, what do they need to do? What do what, Maybe they want you to win. um, We're live streaming this right now. I have a Facebook page that's my from my LLS, and the link is there. The thing Um, is, it's a long. It's long. long The link is long. I wish it was something like give me money for LLS, but it's not that easy. What I'll do is I'm going to copy it and I'm going to put it on our Facebook. That's awesome. Dick is very tech savvy. I love it. But it's not favoritism of one particular candidate. Everyone has equal opportunity to come on the show and talk their talk their piece. Correct. Um, okay, more events. You got more. So, yeah, other events are um, Lucho is a menswear store in the mm-hmm. city. And um, Hector Villarreal, the owner of Lucho, is uh, generously going to put on an event May 22nd, shopping event. Mm-hmm. So a portion we of all need clothes. Go. go get clothes. Yes. Speak for yourself. Um, and they don't just have menswear. They have beautiful women's shoes, ladies. Shoes um, fit everybody. So um, come and shop. And then we have... Uh, this one is actually the one I'm probably the most excited about is um, Hubble and Hudson is doing uh, Chef Austin Simmons has agreed to do curate for my campaign, which if people are not familiar with no. curate, uh, curate is a chef's tasting menu that they offer on Thursday, Friday and Saturday nights. Um, it's eight courses oh, with the wine. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Everyone needs to eat. Come eat. Hey, and we're going to talk off the air about this one. I'm interested. <laughs> it's amazing. Like Austin is an amazing chef. Um, if you've never eaten at Hubble and Hudson Bistro, he's, he's amazing. So, um, really excited about that one. And May 6th. That one is May 31st. No, May 6th. You got to bring up the lemonade stand at oh, Capitol Hill sponsored yes. by Houston Children Houston Give Back. Children Give Back is is doing a lemonade stand with Houston Children Give Back is a nonprofit in and of itself, but their mission is to get kids involved in, in philanthropy and service projects. So they are doing a big lemonade stand at Capitol Grill. In What's the uh, quality control on that lemonade? Actually, they are doing something kind of interesting. They're getting teams of kids. Like uh, they're doing like a, like a taste off. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Like a contest. So I'll work with that. I'll probably, I'll definitely be, Sampling one of each teams. I mean, See, I'm the lazy mom. I'm like, put the simply orange in there, whatever. Simply lemonade and call it a day. No one knows, right? Uh, you, so you just, I, you know, just add, I know when there's like a, you can tell you when a kid made extra... it where there's gallons of sugar in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my Good gosh. Like, just take point. your bottled stuff, I'm add like, another I'm cup like, of sugar. Which one tastes like Chick fil A? Because that's some good lemonade. Oh, you, know? <laughs> you know that one. That one's Well, they have lemonade. high quality control there. Right. Okay. So we got our events. So those are the big events, and then it's actually those events are on the website that I linked, right? Yep, okay. they're all on there. Um, we're gonna my my boyfriend is trying to talk me into doing like a Spartan race, which I'm not athletic. We're like three hundred, where they wear the the red. No. I think Speedos. it's one of these it's more, things it's more where those, like, like, obstacle no, you like obstacle course races, through fire no. and nails no. and stuff. And I mean, I'm like, can I just? We make it like television where we can take some pictures. It makes it like I'll get dirty. It seem like I did it, and then I'm not. And he's like, "No." Well, you don't tell people that. Yeah, that's how I run marathons. I just start off so and then throw some water take an on Uber you. Somewhere. Like, did you know he did the Ironman? You oh, didn't see. I, you, you didn't I, see those videos. Yeah, no, I started three years ago. I'm about halfway through. <laughs> I love it. 
It's okay, cumulative. Right. So we have some other things coming up. Um, one of my team members did, he is, does a big fashion show every year and he donated um, a charitable portion of the show to my campaign. He ran for 24 hours. He's what? kind of crazy. Yeah. So this is hardcore. This is a multi-level fundraising deal. Again, this is 10 weeks worth of, so it's just not, I'm going to call my friends and maybe have tea, <laughs> tea on the lawn or something. This is different events, different fundraisers, something for everyone to come in. Yes. So if you're you know, an older white guy like me, you got Lucho. If you got the younger hip crowd who can run three miles, you got that. It's right, all over exactly. the map. We're all over the place. We're busy. Because, and, you know, cancer affects everyone. Right. Someone from all those walks of life has been affected. Right. Absolutely. Well, this is great stuff. You have been listening to Tiffany Moraccio and Shanna Quinn, and Shanna is nominated by Tiffany for the... LLS. Leukemia, yeah, LLS, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, Woman of the Year. And just to let people know, you know, what is LLS? It's the world's largest voluntary health agency dedicated to blood cancer. So, and its mission is just as straightforward, cure leukemia, lymphoma, Hodgkin's disease, my, uh, myeloma. Mm -hmm. Did I pronounce that right? All bloodborne cancer. Yeah, just everything. And improve the quality of life of patients and their families. It funds life-saving blood cancer research around the world and provides free, my favorite color, information and support <laughs> services. It's a lot of hardcore stuff going on. And so I know it's going to be a fierce competition. I know with Tiffany in your corner, she's like Burgess Meredith in the Rocky okay. movies. We need to she's win, just, so hook it up. Failure's not an option. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so is she more like Burgess Meredith in the corner of Rocky, or is she more like Arlie Ermey in um, a full metal jacket? She's you lost like, me here. I don't know if you could compare. Drill, like drill a, sergeant or no, boxing not, coach? No, she's not drill sergeant. I'm actually she's, nice. She's more like. Um, she seems to be like really. But I do get the cattle Encouraging. Product. She's like when that coach to. that's like, um, the point is to have fun. The point is to have fun. But seriously, we're winning. It's like that. She's like that. Like, you know. And it's coach. awesome. Yeah. But seriously, you're not. We're going to practice for seven oh, hours. Okay. Here, here, here's a litmus test. Do the losers get to take home trophies? No, no. but you get your picture taken. So. There are no losers, but there's only one sash. Okay, so let's be clear. Like, that's my stash. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, this sounds like a great event. People, you need to go to our website, IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS to get some more information on this. We are going to podcast this later. Tiffany and Shanna, thank you so much for coming in the studio. Best of luck in your fundraising events. Thank, thank you. you. It's going to be great. Thanks for having us. Shanna Quinn, possible, potential, probable Going to. woman of the year for Most LLS. Definitely. <laughs> You're listening to Maureen's Lone Star. That's I, your microphone button, Dick. Yeah, I, I hit the wrong one. You're listening to Maureen's Lone Star. Sticking around will be Tiffany, right? This is a Tiffany show, right? So we got more Tiffany coming up on Maureen's Lone Star. It's 1030 right now. Stick around. We're here till 11. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour.
from what I hear, but oh, we'll yeah. move past those awkward moments and go right into, it is 1034 on a Monday morning, already up to 71 degrees. We're going to go up about another 11 degrees, up to 82. Cloudy all day today, but only a 1% chance of rain until Friday. Then we may get some thunderstorming going on, but that's days away. Let's not worry about it right now. Uh, we're hoping that all the traffic issues of earlier have uh, all gone away. We still have Tiffany in the studio. Yes, That's you right. Do. Tiffany Maraccio here, who, uh, Madam Bundle of Energy, just love it. Yes. It's cool. I'm ready to take over. There we go. Well, we, we have show slots it's, it's available. It's because she didn't forego that $5 cup of coffee. I did not. That's right. In fact, I've got my Conroe coffee. I've always wondered it. why people say, yes, you know, just don't drink that cup of coffee. What, is, what has coffee done to you to deserve getting you know, booted well, for the day. Well, coffee is like $5. So it's an easy association. Not when you have a proper sponsor. That's right. We love Conroe Coffee. Yeah, we lo- do. Along yeah. with Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Centurion Wealth Advisors. You so, should just tell people who smoke cigarettes because they could like, the amount of money that people spend on cigarettes could be like cow. covered the blanket. I quit smoking just in time. I'm telling you that. Where this went. Quit about 10 years ago. Yeah, that's where you, instead of saying quit coffee, just don't smoke cigarettes and All donate right, this that much. This escalated quickly. All right, let's bring Do it back. Do you smoke to cigarettes? Is that what's going on? I don't, but I don't know how we got on this. Well, you're we're saying trying to figure out what to give up to, to smoke okay, for a day. Let's uh, talk to about me. Give up the day. Yeah, you're asking people to forego coffee. Why not something that hurts well, people? Well, not everybody smokes. Everybody drinks yeah, coffee. Yeah, but everyone I want cigarettes to are to. so expensive that money will spread out and cover everyone who drinks coffee because it's like ten dollars for a pack it of is. cigarettes. So okay, <laughs> okay. So, moving on. So uh, Tiffany's also talking on. about she's still in the studio because uh, coming up soon is the small like business tomorrow. As, as tomorrow as the small business development center. There's going to be an expo, and this is the Lone Star at uh, Research Forest of the Woodlands. Tiffany, right. take it away. So it's the don't mind if I do. It's the um, administrative building at Five Thousand Research uh, Forest Drive. But let me tell you why you're going there, and you are going. I mean, you want to see me and um, all the other small businesses. It's on Thursday. Tuesday. 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 Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. It's not last minute at all. Okay. So <laughs> this is the Small Business Development Center Expo. It's the first time they have done this. Very exciting. Um, and this is Small Business Week. So we get to celebrate that. Um, so the Small Business Development Center helps small business, obviously. But here's the cool thing. It is free. You can go get an advisor there and talk about your small business. Well, I shouldn't say free. You're paying for it in your taxes. So you might as well use it. So uh, let's see, we are, I'm going to be there with my, um, oh, I'm wearing the wrong hat, but my business play how mm-hmm. I, I can't stop. I have too many businesses. I have another one. It makes, I make um, with a partner uh, games and kids toys. It's pretty amazing. So real quick, I'm going to throw some stats at you because you know, you want to hear stats. Yeah. Okay. According to the U S census bureau. So I actually got my facts. Not just according to the YouTube. That's if you believe the government. Is, oh, here we go. Um, which the YouTube is where my kids get all their information. I'm always like, where it's a little creepy, that? isn't it? It's it that goes downhill quickly. Yeah, like it's real the creepy. Suggested videos. Oh, so anyway, and never do a Google search, image search without Safe Search on. Even oh. with Safe Search on, bad news. <laughs> anyway, so here we go. Here's my statistics. of um, employers are small businesses, okay? So uh, if you have less than 20% of workers, they're going to consider you a small business. 89.4%, we're talking about the U.S., this is national statistics. 
and they generate 64% of new jobs. So um, they rock and you want to support them. Of course. So you want to see me tomorrow. It's from eight to one at the uh, Lone Star Administrative Office, uh, 5000 Research Forest Drive. Basically, we're Gosling and uh, Research Forest. Um, is there a website or anything we could point people to? There is. Okay, what is it? I will share that with you after because I don't remember. Oh, here. Let me look it up. Then. Exactly. I think he's a master Thank of the, you, the, the quick. So, yeah, let's get on. What's the official, official name so I can find this really easily? Okay. Uh, Lone Star. I believe it's SBDC. SBDC. But it's Small Business Development Center. So I need to shout out Miguel Lopez is one of the advisors. He advised me and um, he did a good job like him. We're going to have a media sponsor. I know her personally, and I just really admire her. It's going to be Jennifer Bruce of Hello Woodlands. You know, she created her own small business. Bam. I also want to shout out the ML agency is going to be there. I recently met Sabrina. She's also a supporter of this radio station. Yes. Um, yeah. All kinds of amazing small businesses like mine. So here we go. It's the 2018 Lone Star College SBDC Small Business Expo uh, happening at May 1st from 8 to 1. Booth space is booth space still, still, uh, still available on that? No, it filled up pretty quickly. Good, good to hear that. Yeah. And that is at the Lone Star System Office Community Building, 5000 Research Forest Drive. Got it. Yeah, I found it on Facebook. Just type in uh, 2018 Lone Star College Business Expo, and yeah. we'll share it. We'll do that real quick. And there's so many small businesses, and, um, you know, we're And awesome. this is free, people, and, uh, you know— you got, I think, three small business owners and a room full of three right here. So, you know, it is, I think, the, becoming more and more the new norm that, yeah. you know, the old days of working for a big corporation, more and more people branching out thinking they don't want to deal with the corporate stuff. If you have any questions, you could always uh, email Miguel Lopez. He's uh, uh, putting this together at Miguel.Lopez with a Z at LoneStar.edu. Oh, yeah, I just uh, shared it on our Facebook. Yes, so there I you like go. it. He's got the tech. So my 10-year-old is the one who has to take selfies for me because I just, I'm just getting old. I just don't do the tech. So thank you. We got it. <laughs> thank, thank you for your technical work on yes, the show, Dick. which is looking at Facebook. It. That's your technical <laughs> prowess right there. I went to the Facebook. You got to have a use. That's what my uh, fiance <laughs> right. says. Right, thing so. off the air, we're going to have to talk to Tiffany about one yeah, of the do. open uh, talk show slots and... See how she can. Oh, wait. I forgot to shout out. Oh, we already did Conroe Coffee. I would yeah. just you can shout there. them out again. They're and a sponsor. It's awesome here. Um, look at this. Conroe Coffee. Oh, wait. We're not doing. We're not doing YouTube right now. YouTube. Okay. All right. So, anyway, Conroe <laughs> Coffee. Hey, I bought a shirt there. They're pretty cute and they're comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are making fun of me. No, no. We're not laughing with you. We're laughing at. No, yes, you it's are. the other way. Yes, you are. No, I, oh, I had it right. Did I mention it's National Small Business Week? I think I'll do that again. I love it. Yeah. I mean, is there a reason why this week in particular? Is it because of Friday? You'll have to consult the internet for that. Because really next week know. is uh, National Cupcake Week. Where's so National Corporate I'll be right Week? There. Um, Corporation Week. Yeah, we'll where's have to that? Check that. Look it up. Facebook. Yeah, National Cor Mega Corporation Week. Actually, Rich Schessler <laughs> from the Weekly Business Hour is coming on after us. He may know that. He's he's uh, well versed in all things corporate. I guess. Uh, yeah. Right. That's what he claims. Yeah, I'll back him up on that one. That's fine. So with this event, it, I mean, I know we kind of talked about it. We shared it on Facebook. So folks who were just now listening, we're talking about the Lone Star uh, SBDC Business Expo happening tomorrow Come see here me. in the Woodlands oh. uh, right there. And then uh, outside that, it's free. It is free. So, And they're also going to have little, um, what am I going to call this? Uh, How many pins can I get? 
This is called Chotskis. <laughs> Giveaways. It's Flair. Okay. Flair or bling. They're called Chotskis. Okay. Uh, anyway, there's little, um, How I bit? can't think of the word because I'm on the radio, but um, conferences. So, you know. okay. Breakout so, sessions. Thank you. You've done this before. I have. Okay, so you, one, are you one corporate? Of them is, that sounds like corporate talk. Get out of here. I walk yes. through many worlds. Okay, so one of them, back to me. This is <laughs> Tiffany Marascio, by the way. Um, one of them is uh, Instagram for business. Bam, you want in on that? And there's some other ones that I can't remember them. Look it up, people. Come on. Get on the Facebook like Dick here. You can do it. I didn't want to do see it. Me. I mean, I didn't you want to do it. The power of I'm, Tiffany compels oh, you. I'm making you work. Oh, yeah. I uh, We're not I used mean, to my this. feet are propped up right now. What do you think I'm doing? It's 1043. <laughs> it's time for a nap. So outside of this week and then uh, doing the other thing with the, the other guests, are you just going to take a nap for the summer? Never. Okay. I will never nap. So you're, we're gonna, so we're, so own... you're telling me you're coming back. Oh, I'm coming back. Yeah, she might Like not it leave. or not, I'm banging down the door and I'm coming back. I have things to talk about. I own multiple small businesses because I can't stop myself. I do all kinds of that's great. And you want to hear about it. I do. We so, do. And you're already building up a fan base with our listeners. This is awesome. So I we am. have been listening to Tiffany Marascio. Well, thanks for stopping by today. Yeah, yeah that was fun. So, so, for so me. a small business expo, 5,000 loans are tomorrow, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Be there. Be square. It's free. I'll be there. Don't be square. Be there. Free, free, free. We'll be right back. Morning's Lone Star. Stick around. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands-Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. That's why I'm back 1047 only a few hey. minutes hey. only a few minutes left in the show uh what a great brought morning you, we've had brought to you by to you. centurion wealth advisors clean sweep office cleaning and conroe coffee folks it has been a beautiful morning this it morning. has inside the studio so. and out outside the weather's gorgeous inside lots of great guests we had lizzie camp who is playing kate in kiss me kate opening this friday at the owen theater go to owentheater.com for tickets and information we also had Shanna Quinn, who is up for or nominated for Woman of the Year for yeah. LLS, uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Uh, find out more about her by going to our website. And also then Tiffany Maraccio stuck around and told us about the Small Business Expo happening tomorrow. Sounds like a lot of fun. I'll be there. Will you? No. I'll be there enough for the both of us. Good. Thank you. It's All right. I love to cool. do. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're going to be back tomorrow morning, folks. Uh, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, just reach out to us at MWLS at IRLoneStar.com or uh, check us out at IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Uh, we do have a couple of guests coming in later in the week. We're going to try to get Carly back in. I know we missed her on last Thursday, and we're going to get her back in, talk about her service dog and also her, uh, I guess it's, what, what, what do they call it? The hearing... Something at the movie theater. Whatever she uses to hear 
the movie descriptions, no. audio descriptions. Uh, it's really cool. I hung out with her a couple weeks ago. And we saw Rampage together. And uh, so we're going to talk about that. So we're going to try to get her back in. Uh, we're still working on the YouTube Live. We'll be updating that through social media if you want to uh, keep in touch about that. Guests coming in for the week. We're getting Harley Davidson folks coming back. Ooh, those they were awesome last so, time. Yeah, we're getting John back into the studio. I think we're going to get more cast members from Kiss Me Kate coming in. Yeah. To kind of uh, go over the show. A lot of good stuff happening. Uh, uh, if you want to be part of this, call us 936 647 3776. Or as Dick said, go to IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. And then uh, if you didn't know, it's coming back this year. The Connor Art League is having their spring trunk show uh, happening on, I believe, the reception, re artist receptions May 5th. And then it's going to be from 5 to 8.30. That's this Friday or that's Saturday. Sorry. Saturday. And then, uh, yeah, they have handcrafted items that you can do for Mother's Day and all that kind of stuff. So that's available. We're going to learn more about that on Thursday. Cool. Uh, speaking of Thursday, don't forget, on uh, the 3rd, Travis Linville is opening up for Folk Family Revival. Free concert at Heritage Place. And don't forget, the Farmer's Market starts at 4 p.m. in downtown Conroe over at Heritage Place. So that's happening. Man, I'm telling you, so much stuff is happening in this area. It's so crazy. Kiss Me Kate. Bah, bah, bah. So we're going to be giving away tickets to Kiss Me Kate. We can't forget that. No, we won't. So uh, follow us on our social media, and you can find it all there at IRLunch.com slash MWLS, how to win and how many tickets we're going to give away and how it all works. So I heard I heard uh, the winners get a special preview with uh, the director. I'm just kidding. I don't know what that means. But, uh, what's, the, what's the point of being a director if you can't abuse the power from time to time? That's true. I mean, I, I mean— Hats off to you for directing that play. Thank you. Well, hats off to the cast and crew. Uh, they put a lot of faith in me. But they, they just took take it and run with it. So, I mean, it's going to be a fun show. Tickets can be available, are available at owentheater.com. Mm -hmm. Anything else going on? That's about it. Lots to talk about tomorrow. Yeah, uh, we don't have a guest tomorrow, so. Well, hopefully we can get one. Hopefully we get you know. YouTube Live up tomorrow. Yes. I don't know. For those of you who are wondering, we're not on YouTube Live. We're, we're updating some uh, software and hard drive stuff. And hopefully we'll be back on YouTube soon where you can see us. Hopefully this week. I yeah. Mean, as it's well funny as when you're not in control of those things because it's kind of like, yeah, ETA, yeah, not available. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of like game. It's where you just have the dun, 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 with the, the picture. Uh, we'll please stand by. We're experiencing technical yeah. difficulties. But, uh, you know, let's close it out with some weather and traffic in the Montgomery County area because it is going to be a beautiful week here in Montgomery County. Uh, right now, it's 75 degrees outside. It's going to be mostly sunny throughout the day. The high is going to be 82. Low is going to be 63 with 1% chance of rain. Looking at all the accidents we talked about at the beginning of the show, it's all been cleared up. I'm not actually not seeing any accidents or incidences in Montgomery County right now. So uh, it's kind of nice. That's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, there you go. Anything else going on? We're, got, we're closing up. Am I closing up shop? Oh. I think we're closing up shop. All right. Get ready You're for listening to Morning's Alone Star, brought to you by Centurion Wealth Advisors, Conroe Coffee, and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. It is 1052. Coming up next is going to be the weekly business hour with who? Rick Schistler. There you go. We'll be back with more Morning's Alone Star tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Don't forget, we podcast every show. So if you missed today's show, keep an eye out at 8 p.m. tonight. For the iTunes, Google Play podcast, and also IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS for all future show postings. Ooh. We'll see you tomorrow.
Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12, Our City TV, and Conroe, or Channel 21, KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.